0: what is up everybody my name is cam king this is the three questions podcast episode number 15 i've not been able to record due to a very busy schedule so i'm about to pump out three episodes in a row for you if you want to listen to 15 16 and 17 first thing i want to do for episode 15 as promised i do have a sponsor and i'm going to read that for you here and now So ad sciences is a data science platform and digital advertising service that runs the world's best performing Facebook and Instagram ad campaigns. Our clients and those of our agency partners get significantly more higher quality leads, as well as more sales at a lower cost per lead and cost per sale with higher return on ad spend than they've ever been able to achieve. In fact, ad sciences, ad campaigns have never been outperformed and always outperform what others can do. It's all about the data science and algorithms which ensure each dollar spent on campaigns informs how the next dollar is even better spent. Ad Sciences is a great fit for both B2B and B2C advertisers across nearly every market and vertical. If you want to learn more how Ad Sciences works, please contact my good friend, Howie, who can handle any of your current or prospective needs when it comes to Facebook and Instagram ad campaigns or more please contact Howie at appanite.com. That is A-P-P-A-N-I-T-E.com or go to adsciences.com. That is ads, A-D-S, sciences.com and contact Howie there directly. On a quick side note, I've worked with Howie for a very long time. I've referred a number of clients, small businesses, medium businesses, and large businesses to him, and they have always, always, always come out better on after working with them so hopefully if you're trying to get a product and or service out there please reach out to howie i cannot say enough good things about him and what he's done for several prospective clients now on to the good stuff. i've come up with a few questions that i have put into the hopper of questionnaires and i sort of want to jump into them more there are things that i've researched things that i will watch youtube videos about and now i'm trying to speak to them and teach them on the podcast for others to listen learn and grow i see the podcast downloads keep jumping up i know i have been a little inconsistent here But I want to hop into episode 15 here and now. Please continue to submit questions. You can email podcast at gmail.com or go to ckcollective.com. You'll see the podcast on there. You can submit questions online and anonymously. All right. Now, let's get to it. Question number one. How can I reduce my screen time? This was a question I was asking myself after i had a couple weeks of not doing much kind of around the holiday break i was noticing that my screen time was going to the six seven even eight hours a day sometimes and even though i do watch netflix or hbo or a movie which can be two to three hours on our phones at night during the holidays in the winters when it's darker outside i personally felt like that was a ton right i realized i was bringing my phone with me everywhere i realized i was tweeting or scrolling social media And I was like, this is ridiculous. I am not present. I'm feeling very neurotic. I'm trying to just get little bits of dopamine here and there to sort of distract me or pull me away from other things. And it was making me very, very neurotic. And if you look at your screen time or if you're aware of your screen time, now I've gotten my screen time down to under three hours a day. Typically, it's about two hours, 15 minutes, two hours, 45 max, just over three But if you have this problem where you are always looking at your phone, your phone's always near you, or you're checking it 150 times a day, I wish there was an app that would tell you how many times you've unlocked your phone, because that would be atrocious. And personally, what I found for reducing your screen time, you have got to just stop bringing your phone everywhere. Literally leave it in the car, leave it on your desk. I no longer sleep with my phone within arm's reach of my bed so often I will le- turn it off and or leave it in the kitchen or I will turn it off or put it on airplane mode and I will leave it away from me so that I cannot reach it in the middle of the night if I wake up also I don't bring it with me when I'm shopping when I'm shopping I go in and I have started not to take my phone okay I will use it in the gym but I will place it in an area where I'm not picking it up in between every single set checking whatever else And I've also deleted social media. So for, I know for a lot of people, whether your business runs on social media or operates it, you can now use Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, any other app, you can use it on the web desktop. So even though sometimes I'll have my social media, I will now only use it when I'm on my desktop, only after I've completed things. So now I'm implementing my own social media use into a reward system so if i study for a little bit or if i finish a podcast and post it or if i am done editing a youtube video or whatever it is i will use that hey take a five minute break you know go scroll scroll through some memes shut your brain off that's totally fine but for me i noticed having a smartphone makes me dumb if that makes sense having a smartphone where i can look up everything and and instantly research an answer to a question will literally make me lazy in terms of, okay, I can just look that up or, okay, I don't have to actually think about it. I'm not accessing the recall in my own brain. I'm not allowing my imagination to sort of run off to faraway places and come up with new ideas when I'm constantly checking my phone. And for many of you, you may feel this way. And I urge you to check into your screen time. If your screen time is about one to three hours, maybe even under four, right? That's probably pretty good. I would say if it's over four or more, it's it's probably time to reassess, hey, maybe I should only check my phone once an hour. If you work from home, it's probably more difficult. If you work in an office, if you use your phone for work, it can be very difficult to do that. So I urge you to instead take a notebook around when you have questions, okay? If you need to make a list to go to the grocery store. I am now going old school, 90s. I'm making a list, writing down what I need pulling that out of my pocket when I'm shopping, right? I'm interacting with other people who are shopping. Hey, how are you doing, right? Good to see you, right? Hey, no, you first. How's your day going, right? I will just be more friendly, more present, and I find that to be a more relaxing experience for me as a human being. So I encourage you that to really think about your screen time as it relates to your own life and how you show up in the world and how you show up for yourself each and every single day. I've seen a lot of people that I know have many, many hours a day on screen time women included, the younger generation included, I see a lot of very neurotic people. And I I really do wonder if it's related to how much screen time they are filling their brains with, okay? Allow your imagination to run free and wild, write down lists and allow yourself to just sink into the present moment. It's okay to wonder things. It's okay to not need to know what the answer to something is, okay? People will call you, you can call people back, you can respond to texts, not instantly. It's okay, you don't need to send a Snapchat on everything and not everything needs to go in your Instagram story, okay? Something to think about, take what you want and leave the rest behind, all right? Moving on to question number two. Question number two, how can I live more in the moment? Holy cow, I feel like I just answered this, right? But again, it's not just about screen time. Okay, I see a lot of people living in the moment. I've been to a couple concerts lately. I'm, I'm in class, right? I'm in uh, medical school right now. And I will say that when I am most living in the moment, like a lot of people, it's when we're having fun, okay? When you're at the beach, when you're not wearing a watch, when you're not constantly looking at the clock, when you're just driving, when you're listening to, to good music, when you're around good friends, good people, when you're doing things that you really want to, that's how you live more in the moment. All right. the reason why we are constantly going into our phones and into the world of digital and social media is because we are trying to escape our present moment pay attention to that if you do not like your present moment if you do not like where you live if you do not like the relationship if you don't like the people that you are surrounded with or the job that you are doing these are signs that are telling you that you have got to change this stuff, okay? My mother always used to say, you're not a tree. You can get up. You can leave. You can go and do what you want, right? My present circumstances. Hey, I got to be doing this thing for a little while. I bet I bet all of this off. I need to work on this. I do not have the option of leaving, so the obstacle is away. I've got to go through. Now, for you, analyze your relationship. Analyze the relationship with yourself. Analyze your job. Do you like where you live? Do you like the city that you are? Or is there something else that's really calling you to do? When you live more in the moment, you're not looking for an external source of validation. Okay? When you live in the moment... Intrinsically, it makes it very easy for you to get in touch with your intuition. You know what you want to do. You know where you want to go. You know what's calling you next. And you're willing to go and put yourself into a precarious situation to get more because you deserve more, right? Human beings are designed to live our lives, to experience our lives. And I see a lot of people trying to escape their present moment by going into social media or making it look like their life is way more exciting than it is. And hey, that's okay. But it also says something for you. I would challenge you. I actually challenge you to do this. If you're listening to this podcast, please do this. Write a list of 300 things that you want to do with the rest of your life. Okay. I don't care if you're 20 years old or 30 years old, whether or not you have 50 or 60 years left, even if you did, you know, five or six things, I don't even know the math of that right now. My brain's so fried, but even if you did. You know, five of those things a year from your 300 list, it would still take you those 50 or 60 years to get it done, right? So, write down 300 things you want to do that will anchor you into the present moment. Okay. And then I challenge you to try and do those, try and do one of those every other month, whether it's running a marathon or going to the country Jordan or swimming in the Great Barrier Reef or, you know, hiking a volcano in Hawaii or going to Papua New Guinea, whatever these things are, I want you to write down all 300 of those things, right, go and do them. I want to hike Everest, I want to go meditate with monks in Nepal, write down these things and go and get after them. Keep that list with you for the rest of your life, digitize it, write it down. These things will anchor you in the present moment. Now, Another thing I will say, one of the best pieces of advice I ever had, was on a ruck march and this guy, he comes up to me, he goes, Hey, how you doing, man? I'm just a civilian. And he was just asking me, I was like, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, sir. How about yourself? And we got talking about, you know, kind of loves and where we were at that point. And one of the best things he said to me, he said, when he was in the army and he was in tough situations, going through tough schools or whatever else, he kind of said, uh, he had a mantra that he used to say to himself, he used to say, Wherever my feet are, that's where my mind is, and that has stuck with me. I think about that saying all the time, and I wrote it so so much at that point in my life. I wrote it down, and I would always say that. Okay, every time I watch people, I would go wherever my feet are. That's where my mind is, and that always I pictured dropping a huge anchor, like a big ship anchor, right at my feet, and I would just look at what I was doing, and it would take me back from whatever thoughts that I was in, and I would be like, "Cool, I'm back in the present moment." And if I had to do that 50 times a minute, or 50 times an hour or 100 times a day, I would say that over and over and over again. And that really, really, really helped me. So uh, that's all I got for that question is how can I live more in the moment, less screen time, write a bucket list of 300 things, wherever my feet are, that's where my mind is, write that down, say it often, I hope you use it. Okay. Uh, Going to jump to question number three. Okay. How do I deal with all of these feelings of anxiety and depression, right? How do I deal with all of these feelings of anxiety and depression? You're a human being. You are going to experience these two things, okay? Oftentimes, synonymously, oftentimes it will feel overwhelming. But if you are listening to this podcast, I can tell you that you have survived 100% of your bad days, okay? You are literally undefeated when it comes to your bad days. You are undefeated when it comes to your emotions. Even if you suffer a temporary setback, you are batting uh, 1,000 when it comes to overcoming these feelings of anxiety and depression. I will tell you how to do these things, okay? Number one, you need to understand that when you experience anxiety, it is because you are living in the future, okay? When you experience anxiety, it is because you are living too far in the future. When you experience depression, it is because you are living in the past. Guaranteed, 100% write those things down It is because you are not living in the present moment and you're worried about the future or you're reminiscing about the past, which you cannot change. Okay. Yes, you can change your future, but if you think too far in the future, you're missing the present moment. And if you're thinking too far in the past, what you're doing is you're grabbing all of that shit from the past and you're literally creating your present moment with all of that shit from the past. Let that stuff go, dude. Let it go. Can't change it. It happened. You made those decisions. You were that person. They did this. You did that. Let it go. Forget them. Whatever. Okay? Understand it. Learn from it. That's it. Build that wall. Make sure it's glass. You can look back there sometimes and be like, wow, those are crazy lessons. I was a crazy person. But you have the ability to change yourself, who you are today, who you are tonight, who you are tomorrow, how you show up in the world. And it is the little things that you do day in and day out and consistently that will help you become a better version of yourself. First of all, you have to imagine what that better version of yourself is. Okay? Matthew McConaughey once said, hey, you want to know who my hero is? It's me in five years. Okay? Matthew McConaughey, his own hero is himself in five years. Yes, that's a little bit egoistic, okay? But hear me out. If you can imagine who you're going to be in five years, why would that not be your idol? I think that's a really good way to think about your life, right? Yes, you can look at all of the Marvel movies, all of the DC movies, all the great movies, James Bond movies. You can look at qualities of those people and say, I really admire that quality in that person, whether they're fiction or or, or not, okay? But in order for you to overcome these feelings of anxiety and depression, you literally have to feel what it's going to be like to be that future version of yourself in five years, in one year, in two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. You have to literally write that out, whether it's a script or whether you meditate on it, or whether you write down all the attributes that you have in five years. And then you have to feel the feelings of what it's like to already be that person in the same way that sort of, you know, in these, (laughs) hear me out, it's a crazy metaphor, but the, the space fiction fantasy movies that we've all seen or shows things like Star Trek or Star Wars right you know how they sort of fly through space they go to Light speed or warp speed and they kind of they they plot that dot in the future or whatever that you have to do that so that you can actually travel at light speed at warp speed at warp drive whatever it is to that new version of you because if you can see that future version of yourself, And hear me out. I know we just talked about not living too far in the future, but if you can literally feel the feelings of what it's like to be that new, better person, if you can envision that better version of yourself, it makes it far easier to overcome your feelings of, I don't know what the future is going to hold for me. And all this shit happened to me in the past. You've literally got to plot your own road ahead. Okay. And how you do that is day by day, staying in the present moment, getting away from what other people are doing. Okay. Oftentimes, here's the other part of this conversation. When I see people, myself included, whenever I'm overwhelmed with feelings of anxiety and depression, it is because I am 100% comparing myself to other people, to my peers, to whatever else, to their past, to how easy other people make it look, or what other people have and what I don't. It is because I am comparing and I'm not being grateful for what I do have, what I have done, where I am in the present moment, the fact that I have my dog, the fact that I have my house, the fact that I have this awesome podcast and people listening to it, and a side business where people come to me and I can work with small businesses and entrepreneurs. It, it's crazy. When you start focusing on what you actually do have and you become truly grateful for it, your anxiety and depression just evaporate. You stop comparing yourself to people. This is why me getting off social media from time to time is really good for me. I find if I'm getting too out of sorts, I'm not really in sync. I have to just shut everything else off. So I'm not looking at anything outside. Really focus on me, bring myself back to the present moment and stop comparing to where I'm worried about being in the future and stop worrying about what's happened in the past. This is my form of self-protection and it's a little bit of isolation and it may work for you. It may not. Okay. But stop comparing yourself to what other people are doing. Don't worry about what's in the future. Don't worry about what happened in the past. Bring yourself back to the present moment, okay? That's all I have for episode 15. You know where to find me next. I'll be recording another one in just a couple minutes. My name is Cam King. You can reach me at ckcollective.co. I started out as an agency. If you're a small business, I work with you in the marketing aspect. If you're an entrepreneur or you're a person who just wants to grow physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, all of these areas, I work with tons of different entrepreneurs and people in those areas as well. Please send me an email, send me a message. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'll see you in episode 16. Thank you very much. See ya.